2: What's going on? I'm roto Grinders Dean here. It's Dean 78904. If you want to get all technical on me at 520 on the dot on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 10, Tennessee time, of course, that means just time for the flagship show here at roto Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today to discuss this uh wild slate, unquestionably wild slate. Uh our returning champion. It's Van What's going on, Van This is this is why we have one adjective to describe a slate. I think it's wild, nuts, shenanigans, lots going down.
3: I don't think the word is wild. I think the word is value, man. There's value everywhere, man. We're going to a valued town. No? Oh, boy. I was not anticipating that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I- I'm excited for this late. Hopefully it's better than last slate. Uh, you know, I talked up Lou Williams, and that didn't go uh... well uh the ejection didn't go well uh it wasn't good times for your boy. so uh yeah looking to bounce back here on he has Sunday. a thruple
2: to go home to so i'm sure i'll be fine but yeah that definitely hurt your fantasy teams for sure uh, i'm
3: not going home to it so i'm not fine uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a big l for me so uh yeah it was not a good time and uh hopefully we'll bounce back tonight man if not we have to hit that 7-eleven this weekend dude.
2: oh no uh, whatever you do do not try your you hit up your 7-eleven pizza to break out of a, as your old slump buster or something like that uh george brett is it mark george brett or mark race they'll so give you better advice as far as how to get out of that slump but uh we don't have a lot of time for pleasantries it's a 10 gamer for sure uh a lot hey, it's going an out. easy 10 gamer
3: though dean like there's oh, not a lot of dude, plays it's not. man it's easy
2: well here's the thing like okay well the lay of the land as far as the the, the big picture of the slate it's pretty clear pretty obvious we'll talk about the body parts in a second as far as so many players being out and there's still some things that are left to be decided we had some information dropped before the show uh, as far as the pacers but it's really interesting and it's really wild. And I was I was talking about this in the Discord chat earlier today. If you guys are premium members, uh, Mango, do you lurk in the Discord chat? I see you popping up, and people can at you. They can ask you questions, right? You'll, you'll you'll answer them presumably, or you'll try to at least do your best. Yeah,
3: I'm better if you like hit me with the at. Like uh, I'm I'm at my computer, but I get distracted. I'm looking at tons of stuff. I'm doing different things. Sometimes I'm the Fortnite, the Halo. Who knows what I'm doing?
2: Yeah, uh, Fortnite. It's not just it's not gonna play itself. Somebody's got to play it, and then you're all over for sure. Um, Yeah, so we were talking about how just like the difference in slates. You mentioned last night, and of course, you know, it's DFS. All we care about is tonight. We don't care about tomorrow or yesterday. But it's just kind of worth noting. Yesterday, on a four game slate with not a ton of value, we had all these amazing studs to pay up for. You got the Brow, you got Harden, LBJ, uh, you know, and just on a four gamer. Tonight's a 10 gamer. We have all the value in the world, and we have Drummond to pay up for, which is fine. But we don't have like the elite, elite studs, right? And it's just sort of like understanding uh, slates and lineup construction and how every slate is different is a, uh, it's just, I just think it's important and interesting and worth uh, we're stressing. We probably don't talk about it enough. I think we should talk about it more like, if you have like general rules, like general rules. And like, I know Big T always asks me, well, this guy is still a minimum. How many points do you need out of him? Well, it's a different que- It's a different answer tonight as opposed to last night. Would you agree with that thought process?
3: Yeah, I'd agree with that thought process for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be playing all these Raptors. Like it's just Raptors value everywhere. And the Fred VanVleet news is really massive. So we're kind of waiting on that. And that's going to dictate a ton. Um, I know our sponsor site is Fantasy Draft, but one thing I like about FanDuel today is like we only can play four of them, right? So like there's decision points to be made that we can discuss on like ranking these Raptors and trying to figure out where they're best and where you want to play them and not. Uh, On Fantasy Draft, you can get all the flexibility in the world and move guys around Mm -hmm. and then be able to play like a lot of these studs. So a lot of different ways that uh, you can go, but you want to make sure to have a lot of Raptors in your life. I'm going to go in on a limb Dean. I'm going to say at least one Raptor is on the winning team
2: today. That's a bold proclamation. Give me the actual numbers. Is it two is it three. What do you, and I guess it's kind of sort of somewhat depending on it if FDB plays or not.
3: Yeah, I think it's depending. And I was looking at my script and I was trying to figure out like, what should I make the rule for Raptors? I was definitely going to do at least two. I was thinking, should I hike it up to three? Uh, definitely considering making it at least three on all of my teams over on the uh, dueling fans. Uh, but yeah, uh, on fantasy draft too, I think you want to load up on Raptors, like, especially in cash games. Like I'm playing like, you know, I'm probably playing four to five Raptors in cash tonight.
2: Yeah. And it's just, I was making a lot of pre-show on Yahoo and like Yahoo, like their $10 floor players. They have to be good. And like, again, you need to spend up, you know, it kind of opens up the world to you to spend up on some great plays and there aren't like these amazing plays. There's good plays, a lot of good plays. Uh, So I actually made a Yahoo lineup today and I think it was just two Raptors. Maybe it was three, but you don't need, they're not as valuable over there. They're good, but not like popping off the page where, uh, you know, on, on Fans Draft or on DK or on FanDuel as well. And, of course, there's Pistons value too. Hey, we, here's the body parts. This is what we have for you. Um, I debated. I wasn't sure if I should have put Steph Curry's penis on the body parts or not. He did not make the list, for the record. Uh, he, he did make the Twitter and the Internet. That's my understanding, but not the body parts list. Uh, Toronto, of course, if you guys are not aware. And, like, obviously, ownership's going to be a big deal about this. And if this news would have dropped, like, right before lock, that would have been completely wild, obviously. But people have had – the entire day at all, even last night to adjust. So everybody's playing Toronto. Uh, they're going to be super popular. And that's why a 10 game slate is going to feel so much more confined, so much smaller. Uh, FBV may be back tonight. I think he will. Uh, it, it, he's been close. Uh, it's a knee contusion. That's like a fancy word for saying bruise. Feels I, like agree. I think he's going to be
3: back too, Dean. I think he's fine tonight. That's my guess.
2: Yeah, we're guessing. Yeah, we, we both think he's going to be back. I, I don't know how limited he may or may not be. I, I would expect he'd play 35 minutes, but. We shall see. Uh, he is questionable, of course. Pascal, the triangle. Siakam, he's not playing. He's got a groin, so he cannot play tonight. Uh, Noron Powell's got a shoulder. He can't play. He's going to be out for a while. Marcus saul has got an old hamstring. He's going to be out for a while as well. And Detroit, there's value in Detroit. Blake Griffin's out with his old knee. Christian Wood's got a knee, so he can't play. Everybody's got a knee. It's like Oprah in there in Detroit. Uh, also, Luke Kennard, the Nard dog He's got a knee. He can't play either. Uh, Indiana, Jeremy Lamb is out with his groin. Uh, T.J. Warren, he had the fish, but he's going to give it a go. He is probable Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, uh, for Sacramento. Uh, He's got an ankle, so he's questionable. Uh, Hayward's still out with his foot for Boston. Smart is still out with his eye. Uh, Seth Curry's questionable at the back. DeLon Wright's got a finger, so he's questionable as well. I expect the Dragon to come back tonight for Miami. Goran Dragic is currently questionable. We shall see. Justice Winslow has a back, so he still can't play. Phoenix, there's a potential value there, but we're just going to completely ignore, but I guess we'll talk about it because we're contractually obligated and it's a 10 gamer we will hit up every single team. Uh, Tyler Johnson had the fish. He's expected back from the fish. He wasn't feeling particularly well. But Cam Johnson is questionable with his hip. Devin Booker has got an arm, so he's questionable. And uh, just came back. Now he's back. He's out once again. DeAndre Ayton's out with his ankle. Uh, the other real big uh, name that can kind of shape this slate to some extent, uh, not Jared Culver. Uh He's questionable with the fish. But Cat, uh, his teammate, is questionable with his knee. That's the two big ones, right? It's FBV
3: and it's Cat yeah I'm expecting cat to play, so I'm not really thinking that's gonna happen. If it does, it's gonna shake up the the slate and it's something that we're definitely gonna have to look at and monitor and you know swing things around. but uh, yeah I'm I'm looking for Fred Vliet and Carl Anthony Towns. those are probably the biggest things in news that we are watching for tonight. You ready to break it down game by game? Yeah, man, let's do this thing. Let's break through it, and hopefully, we uh, do a little bit better than yesterday. Because, like I said, yesterday was not fun for me. But we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, come through strong here, Dean. We're bouncing. Back. I had
2: a, I had a winning night. Well, no, well, depending on what slate I was on, I, I won some and I lost some, and I don't really know what I did, to be honest. But yeah, I didn't end up as much uh, sweet Lou as yourself. I had some on Vandal, but not any anywhere else. I don't believe. But uh, all right, not that he was a bad play. But hey, again, why are we talk about yesterday, man? Going as a ten gamer, let's knock it out. First game on the slate um it's sacramento it's indiana two a seven and a half it's a total of course not a very appealing number Indiana's a five point favorite here um ownership by the way is going to be super condensed when it comes to toronto we'll take a look at that later on in the show uh, and when we talk about toronto we'll talk about the ownership percentage that's, that's going to pop and i think that's going to lead to a lot of like pretty good plays uh guys that can hit their ceilings that are like super low owned when you combine the you know all the value and how many games are being played tonight on the indiana side again there's no lambs so we we already saw that uh Drawing the start is going to be Holiday Aaron Holiday. I should be specific which Holiday brother will be drawn the start. Uh, I think he's in the conversation, man. Going uh, all of a sudden, we should consider some Aaron Holiday pretty decent fantasy point better player. I think it's like .88 on the season, give or take, depending on what site you're shopping. at. obviously the total of this game's not great. Uh, Sabonis so can drop a 50-50, 50-50, a 50 burger uh, any given night. Brock Shore secondary play Sacramento side. For me, it's just whatever. Fox came back and was good. He was really good, like in his 28, 29 minutes or something like that. But, again, nothing really popping in that Sacramento side. What are we doing here? The most appealing play here has to be Holiday, correct? Aaron Holiday.
3: Yeah, Aaron Holiday's probably the best play if you have to pick one. Uh, I got a, a stat here. I, I took a screenshot of it, so I'm reading it from my phone. But Mike Gallagher tweeted out the other day, I thought this was an interesting stat. Uh, in the last four games, Aaron Holiday has a team high of plus – net rating. Pacers have been a minus 12.8 without him. Uh, He has, you know, also had 31 minutes next to Malcolm Brogdon in the last four games. So uh, yeah, they're going to use Aaron holiday a lot, right? If you're worried about him, not being a guy they're going to go to, he's definitely going to get some run. I like Aaron holiday in this spot. I think he's a good play. Uh, the problem is this uh, Raptors value is really good. And yeah. with the Raptors value being really good, we are able to spend up at other positions, right? We're able to spend up on the Bradley Beals, the Kemba Walkers, all these other guys. So um, it's kind of tough to maybe get Holiday. He's not a priority for me right now. He's one of those guys I'm considering. He's in the cash game conversation and someone that I don't currently have in my script on Fanduel. And I think I should work you him should. in some of my life. You have to. Right you got to change that. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to end up doing that. It's just tough. Uh, Like I have like all the Raptors at power forward and that's the crazy thing, right? Because there's a lot of good power forward plays today, right? There's Tatum. I think Kevin loves a really good tournament play that we'll get to. Um, Sabonis is now more intriguing. So yeah, uh, let's talk about Sabonis in this game, right? Because if you're taking away like that Jeremy Lamb usage, this is an amazing spot for him. Like Sabonis is a great tournament play. Someone that I think you want to get some exposure to in your scripts, single entry uh, tournaments too to be a differentiator. uh, Like Sabonis a lot. Have you taken a
2: look as far as Court IQ? If you kick Lamb off, I'm doing it right now. Is there anything that pops there? Uh, because I, just found uh, I kicked
3: Lamb and Warren off when I was doing my sharp side content and like Brogdon got a plus 2.4 usage bump, but I can't remember everyone else. Do you have it there on the uh, screen for the people? Yeah, I just pulled it
2: up. I just fired it up. I'm trying to see if anything different, anything changes, anything sort of interesting. And uh, let's see, biggest usage bump goes to Miles Turner, 2.3%. It gets a 5.27 fantasy point uh, increase per 36 uh, nothing too crazy from what I can tell. Sabonis still is that usage of 25% at 1.24 fantasy points per minute. Um, yeah, I mean, he's fine. You know, it's, it, we're going to say that a lot. I feel like we're going to say like, he's fine, but we're not prioritizing him. But you also have a bunch of salary. With all these value guys, all of a sudden, uh, you know, yeah, fantasy point for dollar is important, but at some point, raw points matter. Uh, maybe Sabonis' is 55 raw points or 50 raw points, or even 48 is good enough, and we'll kind of say things like that when we talk about maybe Bam out of bio or Jimmy Butler, guys like that. Uh, anything else that's worth note? you have anything as far as the Sacramento side? Um, you know, Fox is interesting, I guess, but I don't think I'm getting there, uh, especially on late swap sites where, you know, time is a commodity and this is the first game on the slate and news may break as far as Minnesota later. And I don't really want like pretty good plays locked in when like amazing plays could be opened up. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I
3: have a nod wave as far as Sacramento. Hopefully nobody goes off. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. If you can find De'Aaron Fox for cheap and you really want to play him, like sure, but I'm, I'm full fading the, uh, the Kings. I'm good. No Kings for me. I'll pass. I think on the Pacer side, like I said, holidays bonus are the two guys I'm really looking at.
2: Is this cheap enough? Fox is six, seven on Fandle, seven K on DK, 13, one fans draft $30. Yahoo. The best price there is probably six, seven on Fandle.
3: Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, like I could get down with that." Like keep in mind, the Kings also like one thing that's going to help the Pacers is the Kings are going to play at a faster pace with De'Aaron Fox. When they took De'Aaron Fox out of the lineup because of injury, they played at a slower pace with with Corey Joseph at point guard. So, uh, you know, he got 29 minutes last game and and played pretty well. So, overall, I do think that a guy like a De'Aaron Fox brings up that pace and could help out some of the Pacers' plays as well.
2: All right, second uh, 7 o'clock game at starts. There's only two of them. It's uh, Cleveland at home versus Memphis, 222 and a half. Uh, They're like seven-point favorites, the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2019. And you've kind of hinted at it. One of those guys, Kevin Love, we talked about it the other day. This is not a victory lap, but your boy. I played more than 10% Kevin Love. That's how much I liked him. I think I played 20%. It was a lot of fun. But something else blew up that lineup. I can't recall what it was. I blocked it out because things did not go well. But, uh, yes, putting Love from above, Kevin Love against this Memphis team, of course, nice pace here. Uh, and he's going to be lost, just like everybody else is going to be lost. Talk to me about Love in tournaments. You talked about FanDuel specifically, and that's an interesting conversation where you're locked in for no more, no less two power forwards, and the clear and obvious power forwards are RHJ and Boucher. And if those guys, like, quote, unquote, hit value and put up, like, 28 or 32 points or whatever it is, which is fine in the old Hoover in the vacuum, but if Love puts up fifty five again, raw points matter. So, like, I'm sure I'm sure that's what you're kind of debating back and forth as far as your uh, as far as your script.
3: Yeah, and I'm like a donkey right now. Like, I'm just loaded up on the chalk Raptors, and I <laughs> want to pivot to these power forwards. I do, and maybe I should. Um, the a other thing bit. is, yeah, and the other thing is on DK, right? Like, and I, a guy like Andre Drummond, like he's a center eligible and you have all these Raptor forwards that you want to play. So they take up spots and you just can't get these, a lot of these spend up forwards. So yeah, uh, Kevin love, I think he's a really good play. Uh, If you look at, you know, just DFS in general, right. If I, you know, had like someone that never played DFS and I said to them, listen, target the Pelicans, the uh, the Wizards and the Grizzlies, you'll do okay. I think I think that's like a, a little thing I can tell you, and it'll help you out if you don't know anything about basketball. A guy like Kevin Love could absolutely smash here. So uh, price tag on Fanduel at six point eight k DK. I'm pulling that Pretty up good. now. Yeah, seven point two k. So uh, don't sleep on Kevin Love. Massive ceiling here. I think he's an amazing tournament play. Uh, big fan of him. And then on the opposite side, I think uh, you know they're going to need side size here against Love and Tom uh, Thompson. Uh, I do think that a guy like Valanchun is, uh, is a really good option there. So those are the two tournament plays in this game. I'm really looking at, I uh, wouldn't mind a John Moran if you want to get a little different, but, uh, don't think I need to be going with that. By the way, we got some news. Uh, Bogdanovich is, uh, out. Uh, so that just came
2: through. Ah, uh, he's on my uh, season long team. I got to change that. I don't know. It's nothing
3: big, uh, stuff that you never know with what's going on with Bogdanovich. So All right. uh, that just came through as uh, something does that kind of
2: change things action. for you or they
3: have enough pieces where I don't think it matters. Yeah, I I'm not too worried about it. But again, like Fox's price is really cheap, man. Like it's it's a conversation to be had in tournaments. Not really a cash game thing, but something that you should uh, be looking at. I like Fox a pinch on Fanduel, like like we talked
2: about. Like his usage was nice last game. He played like 28, 20. They talked about him like kind of easing back in, and I think it was like 28, 29 minutes or so off the bench. Uh, but like you know, Bagley's back. They they get Ariza gets some run too. They have plenty of bodies, but you know, just like obviously the matchups not particularly great either. Uh just sort of interesting to see how that goes down. But and you mentioned valentunas and Love and the tricky part of those guys, like the most important thing is minutes and their minutes are kind of been all over the place. Uh but Love, a lot of it could be explained by all the blowouts they've been partaking in. They just get absolutely walloped and he doesn't play the fourth quarter. yeah uh, he's and this game's gonna be close, right? Two two point spread. They're a seven point favorite. So like if this game blows out in theory, it's supposed to be the Cleveland doing the blowing out and like they do the blowout because love goes off. You have a you have a seven point line? Mine
3: says two and a half on that game. Oh, am I reading this wrong? Uh, yeah, I you, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I listen, take... if you're booking, I'll take Grizzlies. Uh, you know, plus seven. I thought
2: or... that was a weird line, so I'm looking at that, and uh, yeah, why do they make that a two? That by of by a the way, one?
3: Fox and Bagley, they're they're gonna play off the bench again. So there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, they're still probably gonna play. You know, tw- well, yeah, I I think Fox plays at least. 27, 28 minutes. Like, yeah,
3: yeah. And he yeah. could get there in that time. But again, I don't know if it's the right slate for it. Because you, you said, Dean, uh, you know, with all this cheap value, uh, you know, the points are different here or something. You, that's what well, you said he started yeah. I'm
2: not saying anything profound. I'm just making, I'm, I'm pointing out the obvious, right? Because this is a wild slate and there's all sorts of things going on. Um, you know, I'm baiting you, by the way, <laughs> to our free <laughs> show conversation. And I'm just like making Devin laugh, essentially, I think.
3: Yeah, I'm just uh, going to sit back and relax and enjoy it. <laughs>
2: is there anything else as far as memphis and cleveland like i agree those guys are interesting and i, I can't imagine getting much more than a pinch but i think a pinch is worthwhile in tournaments but
3: yeah nobody, uh, nobody
2: pops in cash games
3: yeah jay jay crowder's like a model popper uh, i don't know if he's got his revenge ready for this game but he is he's part of the team model popper so uh yeah he's in he was play, a but...
2: i don't remember him being a cat. When did that happen
3: uh yeah he was there with isaiah thomas uh remember they in the, in the boston trade I totally forgot that happened, but yeah, I think, yes. I, I think I recall now. And then he went to Utah. I don't know if you remember that cup of coffee. I do he remember had... that. I remember that. Yeah. He, had a,
2: he had a cappuccino with, uh, with Cleveland. It wasn't very long, right? Yeah, He years. spilled
3: his coffee at, in Cleveland and then he had to go get another one in Utah. And now he's maybe in Memphis for good. Who knows? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, three and D good times.
2: Uh, Detroit, Boston, we're moving on, correct? Yeah. Let's get out of here. Detroit, Boston, two eleven and a half and a half is the total. Boston is a, a nine point favorite. Assuming I have the line correctly. Yeah, I was just reading the one as a zero. That's why Cleveland's a two-point dog instead of a -a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, So this is kind of where totals lie to some degree, just because the pie is going to be cut up differently on the Detroit side with all the bodies being out. And, of course, the Boston side, they're missing some players, too. The prices have adjusted there to some degree. Um, Again, depends where you're shopping. Uh, Marquise Morris is hes going to be in your script on Fandle. You're not happy about it, but he's in there, is he not?
3: Yeah, definitely have a lot of him. Uh sad not of it sadly, but it's happening, right? Uh I have a ton of him uh way overweight on him he's just too cheap over there so have to like him also man i uh you know i got the lock button on one of the guys in this game uh it's it's my avatar right in the discord chat if you're hanging out in the discord chat you see my man andre drummond he's doing the uh i don't know he's doing this point thing he's looking like this your lock button but he's your guy why is
2: he your avatar of choice
3: you like avocados Uh, he's just been winning me all the money like at least uh early on in the season so uh i don't know i figured i'd like move it like throughout the year if he starts you know kind of ruining my my uh, season then i'll switch to the next guy that's winning me all the money but uh the first couple of months uh drummond has been a beast with no blake griffin so uh look at we got no blake griffin again we got no luke Kennard. so this is a really good spot for drummond to uh perform well i'm not worried about daniel tice's uh defense or anything like that so uh yeah i'm what about you, Miss yeah, no, not scared of Venus Cantor either. Uh, I think this is a really amazing spot for Drummond. Um, you know, cash gameplay, I have to like him both sites everywhere. You know, three sites, four sites, doesn't matter. Uh, it's Andre Drummond's season. I'm going to be loaded up on him, I think.
2: I do think it's an interesting, uh, we'll have the conversation as far as pivoting off of Drummond, but you can pivot off of Drummond with Embiid. You can pivot off him if Cat plays. On the other side, more appealing, I think, is Jokic. Again, this is for tournaments, but I agree. Like Drummond is the cash gameplay. That makes a ton of sense. And it's not that hard to get them because we talk about all the value. And you know, there's no Harden, there's no LeBron, there's no Brow, there's no Luca, there's no Westbrook. There's not a lot of guys that are really good, are aren't playing this evening, despite the fact that it's a 10 gamer. Uh, but also this is the conversation about blowouts, right? And I believe I have this written down somewhere. I believe this is the front. Yeah, this is the front end of a back to back for Detroit. So they might pull the cord a little bit early than they normally or they normally would if this game gets ugly and just say, All right, pack it up. We'll, we'll prepare for tomorrow and roll out, to like, Thon McCur to mop things up. Uh, Spie's probably going to draw the start. He is a disaster. He is terrible. He is stone minimum. But, again, like, like we would have loved this last night. I would have played all the Spie last night for stone minimum, and he would have stunk probably. Uh, I guess, in theory, you can get the 24, 25 or something like that. But I just don't know how necessary it is tonight. Don't feel good about it. Um, uh, is Bruce Bruce going to hit it once again? You like Bruce Brown?
3: Yeah, I kind of like him a little bit. Uh, it's, I mean, all these guards are in play, right? I think my favorites are Markeith and Drummond, but then there's the conversation. What am I doing with Bruce Brown, Derek Rose, Langston Galloway? Those three are are the guys I'm probably going to be mixing and matching a little bit. I think uh, Derek Rose is a better play on FanDuel than the DraftKings. I'm wondering if I'm going to play... Langston Galloway is a value play today. He might help me get in like a Bradley Beal who, uh, you know, we'll get to and talk about. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Langston Galloway days can be scary though, Dean. What do you kind of think of him?
2: Yeah, uh, I don't like playing Langston Galloway. He's scoring dependent and he's not even that great at scoring. I'm, I'm currently firing up the court IQ and I'm kicking off Wood. I'm kicking off the Gennard Dog. I'm kicking off Griffin and I'm kicking off r Anybody I missed? I think it's everybody, correct?
3: No, oh, yeah, that should be everyone. What's it say?
2: I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what kind of minutes we get because it might be incomplete because I can't actually get much.
3: It's tough though, man. Like I said, like, cause Langston Galloway, the problem with him is this matchup isn't the easiest, right? You could see some of these tougher wing guys on him, Right. Uh, so I don't know. What, what's, it, what's it showing there for you?
2: Uh, as far as usage, uh, well, Jordan Bones got a 2.8, in 2.8 minutes, 45% usage. I is that my cousin there. Dean? I, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bone man going and uh, yes, Jordan Bone for sure. Uh, so Derek Rose in 80 minutes has a 1.3 fantasy points per minute under a 33.8% usage. That's really good. The problem with Rose, of course, is that he's old. He's only going to play like 28, 29 minutes. He could be really good in those 28, 29 minutes. Uh, he's certainly interesting starting the conversation. Your boy Drummond uh, at 1.23 fantasy points per minute at a 25% usage. Uh, Marquise 0.78 fantasy points per minute, meh. But he's probably going to play like 30 minutes, but I'm assuming this game stays fairly tight. Steve is a disaster. Like he's not a good fantasy point-minute player, point seven. I think it's actually better than he is on the season when you factor everybody in. Uh, yeah, this isn't too unfeeling. I mean, th- there's a lot of pieces just because they're going to play enough minutes to become interesting. And Galloway probably plays uh, 30 minutes. Is that a reasonable guess? What do we have? For- I-, I shouldn't guess. Let's just sort of see what, our- see what our projections have Galloway for.
3: What do you have, Matt? Um, I don't know. Let me see what I have, Matt. Here, hold on. I got to pull it up. Uh I, I, I did do it. He, we got thirty-five. He, that seems ambitious. Is he? Started? Yeah, but but Dean, like I, I was thinking more. I guess thirty-two would be a better number. Thirty-five does seem a little too high. Yeah. Um, the problem is they just you know they don't have anyone to slide in there. It's not like the I, I can't say his name. You know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, yeah, Yes, V. He, dude. He's not. Uh, he's he's not going to just slide in there and play like you know a ton of minutes. Like he's not a good basketball player. So. Uh, they're going to have to trust Langston Galloway. Again, it's kind of scary. I don't know if I definitely want to do it. Um, I think you're kind of looking at 2v2s and, and thinking about, hey, is that upgrade worth it, right? Uh, is that $2,000 or $3,000 uh, you know, downgrade from a guy? Like you can go two mid-tier guys in the 6K or go like a Bradley Beal and a, and a Langston Galloway. So that's really a conversation I have today. Galloway, I mean, by the way, uh, not to cut you
2: off, but he's 3-8 on Fandle, 3-3 on DK, stone minimum on fantasy draft at 6K.
3: Yeah, fantasy oh. draft, that seems really good at the Stoneman because those are just the best. And again, DK is 3.3K. Uh, the question on FanDuel is like, all right, Dean, so do you want to play Langston Galloway? Or no. Or do you want to – yeah, that's the thing. So you have two shooting guard spots. But I right? might, but no. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. You have it – let's say Fred Van Vliet's in. He becomes a really good play. Bradley Beal is a really good play. Uh, who doesn't not like who doesn't want to not well, you play? You mentioned FPV though, but you ha- you could only play four raptors. Does he crack your top four? That, yeah, that's another interesting <laughs> conversation. I think you're playing two power forward raptors, and then you're debating between two of the three, between OG, Fred Van Vliet, and Lowry. I think that's kind of the conversation Correct. that you're having. So uh yeah, and, and here's another shooting guard to like too. You know, Bruce Brown is another guy in this game, but uh, D'Angelo Russell is another shooting guard that I think has a lot of upside. So in you know tournaments, you might be wanting to maybe not play as much lengths in Galloway because there could be some opportunity costs. There just could be some raw points that you're not getting there. So yeah, I think a lot of these spend up shooting guards are really intriguing. Uh, that being said, let's see how much likes in Galloway I do have in my script. Let's find out. I have, I'm have i
2: going to say like 35%. At least. I do
3: not. I have 14% right now. Because oh, okay. again, I I have 50% Fred VanVleet, so that could change a ton of stuff. I got okay. 50% Beal. Uh, yeah. 30% D'Angelo Russell. I kind of want to bump that. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's kind of why I've taken up that way. That, by the way, you mentioned that game. That's the game that's going to screw things up for me. That, that, that feels like
2: a really interesting tournament pivot. And I don't really know what Kerr's going to do. Um, Golden State's doing some weird things. I think they're a smart, smart organization. I don't think they want to win. They're two point dogs. We'll talk about it. But like if they play their guys, uh,
3: it'll be super interesting
2: for sure. We saw Looney draw a DNP CD the other day. Uh, just kind of noting out
3: there yeah but but if the Warriors are a smart organization Dean D'Angelo Russell is not staying there another year they're planning to ship him so they might want to showcase him here soon I mean that's definitely a conversation to have right
2: well yeah the whole Russell that's a different conversation I suppose but I don't think Russell's very good Um, oh what do you have Fred Van Vliet is back man return of Fred Van Vliet do we have anything as far as I guess there's anything like minutes restriction I assume he's a full go but I don't know
3: I just got like seven seconds ago, Dean. So, well, this, this, you know, give really me another fun. air horn and, you know, keep an eye on it. You can multitask, right? Yeah, I'll do what I can. I'm no D train, but I'll do my best to multitask. Well, he's
2: fabulous. You are uh, wild, if nothing else. Uh, how about the Boston side? Like again, they're kind of thin. Uh, they're uh, We got the starting
3: are- lineup, Dean. Starting lineup, Lowry, Van Vleet, McCaw, Anobi, and Ibaka. So Patrick McCaw, I was talking about this in Discord as
2: well. I'm uh, I was uh, – well, actually, but I thought Patrick McCaw is the worst fantasy point minute player on the season. He's at like 0. .45 fantasy points per minute, like 92 minutes. That's, that's bad. Uh, I think yeah. uh, Terrence Ferguson is just like a 0. .01 worse. Great. Uh, McCaw is terrible. So, wait, who's, who's starting here for Toronto? Say it again if you don't Lowry, Van
3: Vliet, McCaw, OG, and Abaka. Would you play McCall or it just does not feel necessary? I don't think I need to do that. There's, there, there, I don't want to waste a Raptor on it too. Uh, yeah, I think I'll pass on that. That's my
2: thought process as well. Well, I guess we'll talk about that game. I was going to ask you more questions about Toronto because that kind of shapes the entire slate, but we haven't even got to that game yet. Yeah. We should, uh, we
3: should talk about Boston, right? Cause there's good plays over there yes. too. Uh, and we don't want to ignore them. They're, they're worth talking about. Let's talk about Kemba Walker, right? He's a great spend up point guard today that I definitely think I want to get exposure to, right? If, if Langston Galloway and, and, and uh, Derek Rose are possibly guarding guarding uh, Kemba Walker. That sounds like a good time to me. So I like them. Uh, I think you can mix in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Again, another power forward, though. Jason Tatum, hard to get him in there, right, with the situation going on. So it could be a little bit lower. Owned. You could force it, though, because he can put up 60 points. Exactly. And I, I think I have 10% right now. and the, the, the Dean exposure right now. Oh, that's so perfect. Far. That's the perfect. That's the right amount. Yeah, so that's what I have right now, but I don't have any Kevin Love. Right? I have to fix all that, so we'll do that when we get off the air. But uh, yeah, I think Tatum is a guy that uh, I like. Jalen Brown and, and Kevin is probably my favorite though. Definitely a guy that I have a lot, a lot of exposure to, a strong cash game play as well. Yeah, uh, Walker,
2: Brown, Tatum, all projected for right around 35 minutes or so. Again, it's worth noting they are thin with uh, Smart being out and Hayward being out. Uh, like Tice is, you know, should be okay in theory, but like for me, it's just not on the slate. I can't do it. Uh, like Wanamaker, same deal. If Wanamaker was on last night's sleigh, all into Wanamaker. Tonight. No, no, I'm I'm done with that guy. He sucks,
3: yeah. man. I'm He's talking, so I'm
2: just making the point that like tonight he takes a back seat because there's so many yeah. other options. He takes a back
3: seat every night, man.
2: No, I'm, he wouldn't have last night. Do you know who you played last night at, at center or whatever position you played? You I don't played care. that guy, didn't you? For uh,
3: I did, Fernand. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah,
2: but Wanamaker is going to outscore Ferdinand.
3: No, no, Wanamaker gets seven points every day, man. I'm I done with think, that dude.
2: I, He's tired to my DMs. I will lock in the over on seven points tonight. All
3: right. Well, listen, Dean. We we can talk next time Wanamakers chalk, man. We'll talk. I'll be taking the under. No, we'll, this is
2: sleep is making the point. Don't give me next time or specifics or qualifiers. Hit I'm me up saying. at
3: 7 15, man, when I finish my lineups and I'm <laughs> like, let's not do this right now, man. Time is a valuable thing, Dean. And we're wasting the people's time in chat.
2: It's a commodity uh yeah so rank i'm sorry you said it one more time Did you say walker is your favorite Celtic.
3: yeah probably walker tatum and then jalen brown that's how i'd rank them and then on the piston side of the ball i will rank them drummond marquise morris and then we'll go uh it's probably galloway before rose but uh and then bruce brown at the end
2: what about speed no no yeah uh i'm not excited about it like if it makes everything work perfectly but i don't think it's necessary we shall see I have not built my lineups yet <laughs> Uh, how is Chad doing, by the way? i have not, not taken a peek. Have you been monitoring Chad? Anything that's going on there? Everybody yeah, get the, the boots.
3: Yeah, Chad agrees with me, man. They're just telling me, man. Wanamaker sucks, dude. They're they're on board. It's I didn't terrible. say he was
2: good. When did I say he was good? I, I, know, I just said dude. like the, the the math play. He would have been a great math play last night. That's all I'm saying. Should I not so much?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm good, it, man. Like I said, let, let's move on, man. Let's let's go to the next game. Again, these early games are actually the better. It's different, Dean. Normally, you want to have the the better games are at the end. All the good games are at the start today.
2: Well, that's a good segue, Van Gogh, because you know who's playing next is the Wizards versus the Raptors. 229 and a half is a total a trap. The Raptors are playing basically their, their B squad, and they're still uh, six-point favorites here against uh, against Washington. And this is like the definitive perfect storm because, well, and I'm just pulling my stuff up, and all of a sudden I scream, I'm playing. Good times. Good timing there for sure. But we you know Washington plays a horrific defense. They give up the most fantasy points in all of basketball uh defensive efficiency i believe is last and then of course toronto missing their entire offense they're still projected to score what 117 points um so first thought i know we're both chalktastic but like seriously there's good chalk there's bad chalk there's amazing chalk there's wild chalk there's great chalk this chalk is good right most of it is at least
3: yeah man this chalk is like when you hit the buffet man it's all give me all the raptors uh i want all of it so what uh, are you talking about i don't know man any any buffet is a good time though dean man, that's not on. true like the, the buffet the, the, the point of the, oh, well, we don't try to get into it but i get I what guess. you're saying and hey, fine it's it's like a t-bone steak man how's that sound those are good. <laughs> maybe a vegas buffet or like versus like an off strip
2: of a buffet or the the gentleman's club buffet Listen, i mean i give
3: the i hope the people in chat have good judgment like is anyone going to a, a golden corral buffet because that's a huge mistake
2: i have a friend of mine who loves golden corral he takes his oh. family there like once a week and uh, we razz them appropriately but uh yeah or cc's or something like that you probably still hit up cc's these days you since your pizza quality is a
3: your standard is basically 7-11 no. no dude it's not that's just a slump buster man but yeah i get good pizza man I'm, I'm in the jersey area i actually did have i did have pizza in miami dean and it wasn't the place that you said I Oh steve's happy. pizza in miami is there one person in check and that can vouch for steve's pizza in miami best
2: best pizza i ever had in my life all right, it's a 10-gamer. We have no time for this nonsense, man. uh, for, let's talk about the Washington first. Let's get the appetizer out of the way. Let's get the uh, the bad appetizer. Well, there's there's some pieces here for sure. Bertanz for was a tail of first, two, two first halves, or two halves. First half, he absolutely smashed. Second half, not so much. Uh, Beal for sure. And if you want a game stack, you can absolutely game stack because Washington, you know, is thin as well. We know Wagner is still out, obviously. Um, let's talk. And you know, uh, Achimura, he's out with his um, I think he's got a groin, so he's not going to be playing. Thomas Bryant is still a. Still out. So Washington's thin. They're small. Uh, you know, Bonga is the guy that gets some run, but there's no way in the world we're playing Bonga. Just a fun name to say. So I felt like saying it. Uh, Beal and Bertans, the only two real pieces in the Washington side, correct?
3: Yeah, agree 100%. I, I, and I like Bradley Beal a lot here. Uh, Bradley Beal is like a guy I'm like a huge fan of in a real-life basketball perspective, but he has really, really let me down. Uh, I just haven't been on in the right spots. Uh, it's been frustrating, but I'm trying to go back to the well here. I love me some Bradley Beal. And please, man, Bradley Beal, if you're out there listening to the show, please uh, don't don't make me get upset with you because uh, I want to be a huge fan. You've been frustrating me. So love Bradley Beal and Davis Burkan's another good play. Okay. So, uh, where are they at
2: your script? You have it in front of you. I'm curious how much of those guys you have because, well, Bertans probably not so much because you have no. those Raptors locked in. No, not, it's, no. This is site dependent, right?
3: No so. Bertans. Yeah. It's site dependent. Uh, Bradley Beale, I forced in 50%. Um, oh wow. That's a big number. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's this one time when there was all this value for the Pacers, I didn't run it back with any Hornets by accident. And then I got, you know, destroyed and my last script had like all me winning all the money so now I'm just like ah oh, whenever there's all this value I gotta at least run it back with something big and uh yeah I like Bradley Beal a ton so you, you gotta play two shooting guards so yeah like him and he's a really good uh DK play as well right because he's a guard uh there's a lot of forward value over on the DK and the fantasy dress and it just forces you to spend up on some of these guys so uh yeah I think Bradley Beal one of the stronger guard plays on this slip you want to talk about the Raptors yeah. I mean, what's there not to talk about, man? Like uh, the Raptors are just so good here in this spot. Like Lowry, uh, you know, Van Vleet, he's going to be a really strong play. We got the, 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 uh, Ibaka, he's a really strong play. The, the forwards, you got to pick between Boucher or, uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. That's the really tough question to be uh, asked on this slate. And then OG and Obi, he's another amazing one. And we know Nick Nurse. Why do we like Nick Nurse so much, Dean? Tight, tight rotations. Yeah. Tight rotations, man. Like this is, this is the dream spot on top of that. It's against the wizards. Like this is just it. Like this is exactly everything that we want. So, uh, yeah, I'm in on these guys. Ranking him is really tough, though, Dean. How about you rank him for me? By
2: the way, so as, as you're talking, I, I just wanted to show people, I, I kind of promised it before, our, our current ownership projections, obviously, be on his team, are uh, tinkering this all the way up the lock. We're finding it more and more as more information comes out. But uh, I have it sorted by percentage owned. And number one ownership percentage is Boucher at 71%. Uh, Langston Galloway, by the way, 57%. Good Lord. Uh, This is DK specific, by the way, for what it's worth. Uh, uh, RHJ, another Raptor. So basically the point I was making is that the Raptors, first, third, fifth, sixth, like eighth or ninth, Toronto is going to be swamped as far as the ownership projection. And like, again, it's basically impossible that like not, at least several of these guys don't get there because their prices are so cheap. They're going to play so many minutes, minutes equal money, yada, yada, yada. And they're also playing Washington. Uh, You were talking as far as Boucher and Boucher is a great fantasy point minute player. The tricky part is how many minutes is Boucher going to play? RHJ, I presume plays more minutes, but Boucher's minutes are more important. Uh, Of course, RHJ is a little bit more expensive than Boucher as well. Amongst those two, who do you prefer? Or just rank them all and rank all the Raptors.
3: Yeah. um, It's tough, man. Uh, Let's think about this one. So I'd say between Boucher and uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, I think I'm leaning Boucher right now, but it, it's really tough. Uh, that's the one that I'm definitely debating big time. The question is do we spend up on Abaca or not, right? If you look last game with the injuries, Abaca got a pile of minutes. And I think they're really going to lean on him a ton, especially on sites where the blocks and steals work, right? So I like Abaca a lot here. He's a very strong play. Uh, I think Fred Van Vliet over Lowry might be intriguing. That's one thing I'm debating. So Overall, I mean, oh, man, let me think this through with the uh the, with the So Fred Lowry's Van... priced uh, he's priced basically where he's, he's been priced. It's not like he's a cheap guy, but yeah, yeah. he can't play any he can't play more than 48 minutes and he's been playing 36, 37, 38 anyways. It's totally site specific too, right? Like on DK he's kind of pricey, right? Like uh Fred Van Vliet's price over there on DK. What do we have him at? Uh FBB on DK is uh let's Six, see. 69, right? 7.7k. Okay, now he's he's gone up then. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go with Lowry and Ibaka are my two favorite plays. We'll go with that. Then I'll slide in Fred Van Vliet. Um Well, I'll, I'll, no, then I'll slide in the uh, the forward guys, right? i would probably go Boucher and then Ronda Hollis jefferson And I guess I'm leaving off Fred Van Vliet. I could see myself switching over to Fred Van Vliet over Lowry if it allows me to get a different play and, and, and spend of option. But, um, yeah, overall, probably Ibaka's one and then, like, the forwards with, like, you know, and you have to pick between Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. Sorry, kind of all over the place there, but it's really tough. Are you making any
2: rules uh, in your script or you're not sure yet?
3: Yeah, that, that's something I was going to deal with when I got off the air. I think maybe making sure uh, – I think the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I have three Raptors on all my teams. I'm going to do that actually right now uh, because I want to make sure I have a lot of these guys. They're really, really strong plays, and uh, they're just too cheap. And I, We didn't talk about OG and Obi enough. Um, I think OG is a pretty good play, but he's probably the guy that uh, if you had to pick like a, a last guy uh, you know, looking – the last guy looking in, it's probably him, unless you just because you have so much value, Dean. Like, let's say that it's between like uh, Boucher or ronde Hollis Jefferson and the last guy. If I have the money, to go up to OG. I'll just go up to OG. Sure.
2: Um, yeah, and he's again, he's a guy that's been getting minutes, anyways. Uh, of course, he might get a couple extra uses, uh, you know, shuffle his way uh, for what it's worth. And you mentioned in Ibaka, it's he's got a big price, seven four on Fanduel, seven four DK, thirteen seven fantasy draft, twenty one in on Yahoo. though, he's probably the best price on Ibaka. I like him a good bit over there. Yeah,
3: love him over there. Again, it's a lot about price shopping. Like DK, I'm a little concerned about Lowry's price, but still think he's a really good play. Um, And again, it just depends on what site you're at. But uh, make sure, again, uh, you know, load up on that forward value on the Raptors. I think that's where, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of the value. So you're able to spend up on these other guys that we've talked about, like Drummond and Beal. We
2: got six games left in like 22 minutes or so. But I think we talked about all like the most important games, I suppose. Dallas versus Philadelphia, 212.5 is a total Philadelphia. Is an eight-point favorite here. We've seen Porzingis go nuts in the absence of Luca. No surprise there. Of course, this matchup is not particularly appealing. But if you don't believe matchups matter, if you believe Dallas hangs in this game, Porzingis seems like a really interesting tournament play. Brunson as well. Uh, depending on where you're shopping, his price has been a- adjusted to some degree to his new role. Not fully, I think on Yahoo, where he's still pretty respectable as far as his price, like eighteen bucks or sixteen bucks. Don't recall specifically, but close enough. Um, yeah, ten-game slate. We don't necessarily need to pick on Philadelphia, but also the other part of this. Van is a uh, Dallas currently has two guys that are questionable. The body parts of a uh, DeLon Wright's got a finger. So he's questionable and Seth Curry's got a back and he's questionable. Um, you know, if those guys are out, do we expect them out? How does that change things? Or do we, is there the other value is so good. We don't care.
3: Yeah. It's not the easiest matchup. And part of me says, uh, you know, the other value is so good. I don't care. Uh, but you know, if both those guys are out. This is a really good spot for Brunson. And like, if this Toronto value wasn't on this slate, we'd be all about Brunson, right? So Brunson's an amazing tournament play. Uh, I definitely would be looking to try and get some exposure to Brunson. Uh, Hopefully I end up trying to do that when I get off the air. I got to juggle the cash lineups too. So uh, who knows? But Brunson's a guy you definitely want to mix in there for sure. He's 5,700, like him, definitely. And Porzingis is a good spend-up differentiation play, right? One reason why Luka has been so good this year, it's not just because Luka's really good at basketball. It's because the guys around him are awful. And with all these terrible (laughs) players around him, like the Dorian and Finney-Smiths of the world, a guy like Porzingis is just going to eat and dominate. So uh, yeah, like Porzingis in this spot, the matchup is a little bit difficult, right? That's the one thing that I have a concern about. And I'm I'm not trying to load up on Mavs, but if I am playing two Mavs, I think getting some Brunson exposure in tournaments isn't bad and getting some Porzingis is, is interesting as well.
2: All right, Philadelphia, you got your pivots in Simmons uh, and Embiid. I suppose you can play some Harris. I suppose you can play some Richardson. But I think, I think those are the two most interesting pieces as far as Embiid and Simmons because they have the highest ceiling. Simmons has been playing a ton of minutes of late as well for what it's worth. Uh, again, there are better plays, and the better plays can open things up. And you can, spend, you can spend your salary here pretty easily. You can get Embiid pretty easily. You can get Simmons pretty easily. How much are you prioritizing them?
3: Uh, I'm good, man. No, no Sixers for me right now. I don't think they're necessary. Uh, I mean, I get They're not necessary. Yeah. I I think if you want to pivot to an Embiid, uh, instead at center over a Drummond, I think that's perfectly fine. I get that, but there's a center I like instead that I'd rather go to as a pivot option. If if you want to go Embiid, I wouldn't tell you not to, but, uh, Horford, Richardson, Harris, Simmons, and all the bench guys, I'm going to kind of X out and Again, I'm not playing any Sixers right now, but if you want to play beat, I won't tell you not to because I do think he would obviously dominate here in this spot.
2: Moving on, New York and Miami. 216.5 is the total. Miami is a 10-point favorite here. We should make this one quick, right? Any Knicks for you?
3: Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, I will give the nah wave to the Knicks. No thanks. Uh, you know, We don't have RJ Barrett at the 4.5K ridiculous price tag. I just say we move on. No Knicks for me. Yeah, that's it for me too. I mean –
2: I, maybe Mitchell Robinson, like he, if he gets some run, if this game blows out, he can do some goofy things, but that's uh, an m play. If nothing else, I don't play enough lines to justify he, it. He's not
3: blocking Bam, man, so don't even worry about it. Well, well he can come in the second unit and beat up on Kelly Olenek. Yeah, It's tough when Bam plays like 43 minutes like he did against Memphis. Bam's so. amazing.
2: Bam, I he's know. a really good fantasy player. And here, this is kind of what I hinted at before, and I don't know, you said there's another center, you're like, is this the other center you're like on the Miami side? Think gonna? you think Bam's going to abuse, uh, abuse the Knicks here?
3: um yeah uh i i don't think i'm gonna go bam i i get it right it's he's a good play uh very strong strong play but i think there's a, another center that i prefer instead so not really playing too much of him you know who i have a lot of in this game and like i'm not super excited jimmy about buckets? him is yeah jimmy buckets like i, I don't like having i have like 50 right now and that's something i kind of want to tweak a little bit i get he can have a big game i totally understand that but i don't know i just think that this is a game where i don't need to go him. The one thing that's really nice on like a site like a fan is the stocks, right? And and the Knicks, they're mm-hmm. they're just a disaster. So um I definitely going to try and probably just stay like even with the field. That's kind of the approach I think I'm going to try and take with Jimmy Butler. Um, but we'll have to see kind of when I get off the air and work stuff out. But I, I, he's a, not a like a question guard a are going to have. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I yeah, he's not a shooting guard. I'm just jamming in, right? Like he's not this like extreme guy that I love today. I think I like Bradley Beal straight up over Jimmy. That Beal. was the question I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you Bradley
2: Beal versus Butler because I feel like a lot of people are having that quandary.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I I'd be leaning Beal. That's at least where I'm going right now. And it's like tough because like man, like Beal's like a tougher matchup, right? These guards and Fred VanVleet and Lowry are really good, but you just assume like Bradley Beal should absolutely dominate here. Uh, But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I I got Beal over Butler right now. And there's
2: nobody inside, like on Toronto, like Beal. I know we think of him as like a, you know, a a gunner, like a three point shooter or whatever, but their rim protection is, is, is a little rough. I think in that Toronto side. Um, well, eh, I guess I shouldn't say that definitively, but whatever. Oh it's, no, man!
3: Uh, Bradley Beal got blocked by Ryan archie diacono in overtime the other day, and like that was just like I was so upset about that. I was like, this small is sample size. Yeah, he missed the layup, then he he missed the layup, then he got blocked by archie diacono and then he missed another shot. It was like to end the game. It was it was terrible. Uh, well, I should say
2: uh, I've mentioned this guy's name like maybe three times in his career, but I was called out yesterday on Twitter for apparently I mispronounced Alonzo Trier's name. So uh, there you go. I said his name correctly. It, when do we ever say Alonzo Trier's name? But there you go. He exists. He's playing basketball tonight in theory. Don't play him. Uh, Bam and Jimmy are certainly interesting. I presume the Dragon's gone back tonight, but he is currently questionable. Uh, that would hit none. That would hit Hero. Um,
0: it would hit Jimmy
3: too, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a little hit on Jimmy, but I think more so on none and more so on, uh, on Hero and across the board. But again, you could certainly still play those guys and nothing official. Uh, we know Winslow is still out too. waiters. I wouldn't be surprised if he never plays another minute for Miami. We sh- are we moving on here?
3: Yeah, man, let's, let's go to the next one
2: again. Again, a game that I don't love either. Yeah. Which is weird because there's some potential quote unquote value in Phoenix Two twenty and a half and a half is the total Phoenix is a, a four point dog here. Uh, Devin Booker last we saw is questionable. Aiden is out with his ankle, uh, with Aiden being out with his ankle, that opens up at least opportunity or some minutes to some degree the delegation's a little tricky as far as uh, Aaron Baines and all his girth, Sharitz and Kaminsky. Um, and then there's a uh, Cam Johnson's got that hip Tyler Johnson expected back. It's whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, there, there are pivots off the chalk. Uh, and then there's Phoenix. And I think these pivots aren't as strong. I'm mostly ignoring it. That might be a mistake. Uh, you tell me, it sounds like you're not on Phoenix either.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's one guy kind of like, and it's Kelly Oubre, but that's really it. I don't want to mess with too many other of these guys here. So um, I, I get it, right? If you want to play these other forwards, but I'm already taking the value forwards. If you want to play a Rubio as a pivot to like a Kembra or Lowry, I wouldn't talk you out of it, but I prefer those other two plays. And they're just soaking up a lot of my ownership. So I can't really get there. Uh, I think Kelly Oubre though, at a small forward position where I don't have like these lock plays, like Marquise is like the one guy that I think is a really good play, but mm-hmm. I like getting some Kelly Oubre. So uh, yeah, like him think he's a guy that you want to get some exposure to okay see? Tournaments. yeah OKC, see steven adams right 6.1k is pretty good so i don't mind going to him um paul and sga if you want to mix and match them throughout your tournament lineups i don't mind it but i'm currently not doing it uh they haven't been my favorite like plays i haven't really gotten them right so i'm just kind of staying away from the thunder today it just doesn't seem like the uh, perfect spot for me
2: steven adams said that quote the other day where he said he hasn't wore a suit like in seven years
3: that's my kind of man, dude. Uh, yeah, he, he dresses for the comfort, man. I, I like dressing for <laughs> the comfort. I, I did wear a suit recently. I was in a wedding, so uh, yeah, I was I was in a suit. Less congratulations. Know, yeah, it was good times. And you were in a suit recently too. Huh? I mean, this is when the chat cues it up and fires it. Uh, you know, the picture up of you in the uh, yeah, pink and red, which, yeah, I don't know the pink and red. You could have done better, Dean. You could have done pink with like a pink and white, or like I think that would have looked better.
2: All right, I didn't realize you're a regular. Uh... <laughs> Uh,
3: you're a fashion aficionado I wasn't aware of this but I will I will uh, uh listen I'm no fashion aficionado but uh Kyle agreed with me when we talked about this off air and Kyle's got that hair man so uh Cardi's oh. got that hair and Cardi was on my side so uh we'll have a conversation off air uh we'll have to talk during baseball season I'll have to bring this up with Cardi when I'm on a show with him and see uh, Kyle's hair versus Cardi's hair oh Kyle's hair man uh wow.
2: a <laughs> uh minnesota and denver and this is kind of incomplete right because we don't know uh as of right now cat is currently questionable of course minnesota was the team a lot of people were on last time out where it was mostly disappointing Gorgie dang got some run he didn't get enough of a run he was okay i suppose jeff teague if you hashtag watch the games jeff teague looked completely disinterested uh like he just looked like he wanted to be any like somebody kicked his dog or something a was, he the, was, was he at
3: the salon like eric bledsoe
2: <laughs> is that why well, know. that wasn't a Bledsoe who tweeted like I don't want to be here anymore or something like that, is that yeah that?
3: he said that and then he said oh I was in the salon with a girl that that's what that was the, well that was his cover-up I didn't know that oh Dean Dean well, I don't know story. the
2: context I everybody's assumed he was talking about and we
3: all know what he was talking about it was like he want to be in Phoenix correct no he did not and it's worked out for him so far but uh it won't work out because he probably won't win a title Covington,
2: by the way, if you guys are curious, if you didn't see the note, he, he came off the bench last game. It was because he was being punished for being late for something. Not sure if you saw that note or not. I presume he will jump back in the starting rotation for what it's
3: worth. Yeah, I heard uh, that one. So I'm not worried about him. He should probably start again.
2: Yeah, uh, but also it's, you know, it's a game in Denver, which is obviously not not the most ideal place to play. This is the front end of a back-to-back for Minnesota as well. Um the only reason that Dan got his run like a, the last three or four minutes in this game was because, uh, was it Noah Vonley took a headshot or something like that? I don't know if you were watching the game or not, but he was not going to close for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, which makes you a little bit concerned. And again, the matchup here against Denver, the slowest team in the league. at least stay with the slowest team uh, last I checked a day or two ago. Yeah, so cat in, cat out. How much do we care about this?
3: Yeah, I mean, cat out would matter, right? Like a guy like a Wiggins, again, another one of these shooting guards we talked about, I would be loading up on him. I think Wiggins is a really, really good play if you end up having cat out. You'd be interested in the guys like T, Covington, Gorgie Dang would become a really nice value play that you'd probably be wanting to get in there. So, yeah, this is really big news. We have to kind of wait and see, though. I'm, I'm not, like, backloading for it, right, Dean? I'm not just prioritizing, uh, you know, the, to wait for the Timberwolves news. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, that's okay. But, uh, yeah, I think the you know, Wiggins is, Wiggins and Gorgie Dang would probably be, like, the two biggest bumps, and then you'd probably go with Jeff Teague and then Covington after that and hope that Jeff Teague doesn't do what he did last game. Uh, the, the guy I do want to talk about, Dean, is I want to talk about Jokic, Right. Joker. Um, yeah, he's been really good and he's the pivot I like uh, off of Drummond. I, I haven't like, you know, messed with the script yet. I might do like an 80% Drummond and then a 20% Joker, but I don't know. I love Drummond so much I kind of want to just lock button him and call it a day, but I like making sure in tournaments to get some uh some Joker in there because he's a really good play, uh, you know, uh, big T even said on uh I think it was on the 14th he said, uh, you know, Joker's back and ever since then 70 fantasy points, 50-50. I mean, he's just been printing them out. Still too cheap. The price is going to continue to go up. Joker, I think he's got a really good spot here for 50 fantasy points or more. Love him in this spot here against the up-paced Minnesota Timberwolves. I just want to
2: see where Joker is at as far as ownership. And again, uh, this I happen to have is DK up right now. And Drummond at 38%, Joker at 6%. And do you
3: think Drummond outscores Joker five out of six times? You know, I'm, I'm adjusting that now, man. I'm getting myself some joker. I'm not, I'm not making this mistake. So I'm, I'm firing him in here at this low ownership.
2: Yeah. I, I think, I think Jokic is a pretty good play tonight as well for tournaments. I would not hit the lock button on Drummond. I think he's a good play, but I think there's uh, plenty of other guys, uh, you know, that, that could beat him uh, basically. It's, it's sort of my, my thought process, uh, process on that as well. Uh, you know, and we have our ownership projections up and, uh, we have Drummond projected at just short of 54 and Cat at 52. And Embiid at 51, Jokic at 44. And, you know, there's definitely guys that can certainly beat them. We talked about Sabonis, talk about Sabotus, we talk about Bado as well. Uh, Buka on the other side. Well, not the other side, but a different game uh, worth mentioning, I suppose. But, again, you can't play everybody. You can't play 10% everybody. I suppose you can, but that's not the winning strategy. Nobody I mean, do right every line. night,
3: Dean. You're always playing 10%. That's not what I
2: do, man. I, I play – I have a very tight core and <laughs> – uh, so besides Jokic, you like anybody else in Denver? I think Murray's a guy that you're not seeking out, but if you land on him as a last man in, he shouldn't hurt you. He should be okay. Uh, otherwise, that's what I got.
3: Yeah, by the way, uh, the, the guy who was supposed to be on the show with us, Bug T over there, man, he's, uh, he's saying, uh, he's saying, why don't we just play Drummond and End Joker together, man? Just load up on both. You can do that. You can absolutely,
2: you can play five centers on Fantasy Draft. You can play only one on FanDuel. You can play two on Yahoo, and depending on the multi-position eligibility on DK, you can play, yeah, what, play
3: three? Joker, play Drummond, and then play uh, play those three Raptors forwards. Value Lowry, and I can't build the rest of the lineup for you, but things are looking good there. Did you say Bug T by the way, or did I mishear you? Yeah, people were calling him Bug T uh, yesterday, and he wasn't liking it. Instead of Big what's the T, reference? So... I don't
2: know. Is I there... don't know.
3: I I was on the show, right? But like people in chat were making fun of uh, him calling. Where him is, bug is T. Where
2: is Bug T by the way? What What was he? No call, no show. And then all of a sudden he just lurks up in chat.
3: Oh, I got the reason. He was like he did too. He's much like content. Aaron Pletso. I don't want to be here. He's at the salon. He did too much content today. He did like four different things. Oh, he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't make it. He said uh, rolled
2: smallest uh, violins playing for Bug T.
3: Yeah, listen, man. And I got no excuses for him, man. He didn't have us on the print factory, me and you. Oh. Uh, he, he bailed on us for that. He for gave me NBA a tease team.
2: invite like seven times. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have you on. I'm going to have you on. Don't, yeah, we're going to do this. Never, never. No call, no show. No no call, no show. So I
3: know. It's, it's I so unfortunate. Up. We were supposed to do that off-season pod to talk NBA off-season. No, no invite, man, from Bug T. So, uh, I say we just start our own podcast and not invite Big T on. How about that? Yeah, I'm with it, man. What are you going to call it? You want to call it the print factory? Yes. The new and improved
2: print factory 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's like the, the lawnmower 2.0. Nobody has the lawnmower 1.0. That's, that, that's the regular print factory. Orlando is playing Portland. 217 is the total. Portland is a four point favorite here. Um, you know, I will say this on FanDuel, Isaac's pretty cheap. I'll give you that. I yeah. got nothing else in Orlando. I guess you can play Vuk too, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. I think he's like by accident in my script, Right, I have to like get, get him out of there because I don't want to play him. But uh, yeah, he, he is too cheap, right? He is kind of in there, but I don't want to play anyone in this game, right? Mello, he, he leaks into Bazemore. He leaks into Whiteside, like everyone, Lillard, CJ, all of them. I don't want to touch them and I don't want to touch any of these Magic guys. Vucevic does have an interesting price. He's cheaper than normal, but uh, this is a game we can cross off, I think, Dean. The entire game we're just crossing out, the Portland as well. Yeah, I, I'm with it, man. I don't want to really mess with much of this. And, and Big T's in the chat, man. He's he wants to get in. He's uh, got no voice to rebut, and he's not happy. Oh, so. come on!
2: Yeah, he had know, his opportunity.
3: Right? He had his chance, man. Listen, I normally I normally join in with Big T, and I hit you in the back with a chair, and you don't like it, you know, like WWE style. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're fighting together here against Big T. We're just not going to even play white side in tournaments. Like not even considering him for for MMA. Nah, the way man, he's no. been playing of late, he's been insane. We don't care, man. Uh, It's against the Magic, a slow paced team. I'm going to pass. I just don't think it's necessary. I get it's a good rebounding spot. I know that's like a nice little bump there for Whiteside based on the matchup, but uh, I'd rather go Joker and I'd rather go Drummond. There's kind of a world where you can argue slow pace might be good for Whiteside, just a thought.
2: But, you know, just because he's sort of like an old school half court guy, just throwing it out there. But again, he's not my first center either, and I don't know if I'm going to get any, but. If I was running 50 lineups, I would probably get one, maybe two. Definitely not five, because that would be 10%. You want to talk about the hammer that is Golden State in New Orleans?
3: Yeah, sure. I, I think this game is pretty good, and we only got five minutes to talk about it, but uh, this is a spot I'm trying to still figure out. I, I like a lot of DeAndre Russell. I think I like him way more than Jimmy Butler. I think I'm going to try and uh, get okay. more Russell over Butler. I don't know what you think about that, Dean. What's your thoughts?
2: I don't know. Uh, you know, sometimes just, you could just say you don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good read on Golden State. Yeah. I, throw my, I throw my hands up. I, and maybe I'm, I'm just sure.
3: trying to capture a ceiling, and maybe I should be more worried about it. But uh, like I said, I don't want to be like 50% or something. I want to just be enough overweight where I feel like if it hits, I, I feel okay. And I don't want to just take this strong stand on DeAndre Russell. Let me make that clear for, for sure. I'll say this. He's projected for 33 minutes. If you can get 33 minutes Russell against the Orleans, I love it. Of course. And it's New Orleans, right? Like, I love attacking him. I don't know. Is the narrative there, right? He's playing against uh, some of his old boys and Lonzo Ball and all them. Like, they going to give him more run because of that?
2: I, I don't know. I just Kerr was an old player. Like Ingram, play, right? So they maybe, were all
3: friends. I suppose.
2: Th- this is an interesting game, man. This is the game that maybe you, you take the Toronto value and stack it with this game. That's probably yeah. something you can do.
3: And, and the guy I want to stack with on the other side is I kind of think Brandon Ingram's the small forward I'm kind of gravitating towards that I want to get more exposure to. I only have 10% right now, but I want to move that up. I think I want to get that to 25 or 30%. I don't want to take the strong stand at 50 but I think he's a guy that can really have a big game. Again, another shooting guard, too, and Drew Holiday you can consider. Uh, we talked about there's being a lot of good forward plays, and Derek favors is he cheap because his minutes restriction got, li- uh, got lifted. And now he's at a uh, 25 to 27 minute limit. So he could be interesting. What's that? Is that something important? Yeah, I was turning my phone on to hit it. And now all the notifications are coming through. Uh, Goran Dragic, he will play. I called it. There you 50, go. 50-50 shot. Um, we don't, we're not playing Dragic,
2: right? Just to be clear.
3: Yeah, no. And again, like I said, I, I think that's kind of lower some of these Miami guys of having you know some excitement on the nuns and the butlers and all the other guys. But uh, yeah, it's still good plays, uh, but not as strong of plays.
2: What about Draymond? Like if you can get 32 minutes in a Draymond against New Orleans, we might get a triple double potentially, like an ugly one, but a triple double.
3: Yeah, I, I get it. But again, like there's all these forwards, right? I'm not probably playing Draymond here, but this matchup fits him perfectly, right? No defense being played, sloppy basketball. I mean, this fits him really well. Uh, yeah. I'm probably not getting any Draymond though. And uh, I get it if you want to though. It's a good call. Yeah.
2: Uh, I just don't know what Kerr's doing with his minutes and it's it's kind of shady and I'm throwing my hands up, but I think it's absolutely worthwhile to get yourself some Draymond, some Russell. Is there a third Warrior that's interesting or eh.
3: no, I'm, I'm good, man. I don't need to mix in those other guys. So, uh, yeah, I'm good. And you mentioned, yeah, I mean, you mentioned favors,
2: uh, I know you talked about that. You were telling me the other day that like he almost considered retiring from basketball. It's how devastated he was.
3: He never considered retiring, but he was like, he literally said like he didn't want to play basketball anymore because his mom passed away and he was just so upset. Like some people they deal with like, you know, they deal with uh, tragedies in different ways. And like, sometimes people just like, they want to work right away and grind at it. But he was just so depressed and everything like that. But, um, I mean, maybe it's helped that he's back with the team. And like I said, his minutes restriction is lifted. So that's pretty good. It's around 25 to 27 minutes. Gentry even said, like, he's not playing 30 minutes, so I don't think that's happening, but again, you gotta trust Al- trust Alvin Gentry.
2: Why can't we give 25 minutes to Jackson Hayes? Because then he'd be interesting, but that's that not happening. That is very true. Uh, give me a hot take as far as a slate. We're gonna pass it off, of course, to Crunch Time in just a second. I, I assume it's Andy and JSU and Roth. Um, it's a big slate. Um, feel free to summarize it. Give me a hot take because, again, we, we've talked about Toronto the entire time. There is other value out there. You don't have to necessarily focus on Toronto, but you know, at the same time, they can't imagine having zero Raptors. Like, I can't see a world where no Raptors get there. Uh, summarize it for me.
3: Yeah, listen, I wasn't kind of ready for the hot takes. It was so, and The Lou Williams what? one didn't go this so. Your well. first
2: rodeo, first. No, trip. I
3: know, but I wasn't. But I, I got one for you, man. We talked about him early in the show. He's well. Actually, we'll do this. Actually, I like. I like Jokic. We'll go with Jokic as a hot take. He gets sixty fantasy points tonight. He gets sixty fantasy points, and Kevin Love gets fifty. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, give me your favorite Raptor uh favorite Raptor oh man this is terrible we'll go with uh let's go with one of the cheap guys we'll go with uh actually no we'll go with Kyle Lowry he's probably just the safest do you have like a bold fade somebody you're like underweight on according to the field uh bold fade um that one you weren't ready for probably yeah not ready at all for that one
2: uh and I, I put your answer I in the chat we gotta step aside we gotta go away but think about it for a second throw your answer in the chat for the people out there thanks for watching us thanks uh, to the fans for sponsoring this show. Uh, enjoy your basketball tonight. Enjoy your weekend. Of course, there are two uh, football slates going down. He's Van Gone. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. We're out of here. hope.